This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 27, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. Barack Obama has picked his vice presidential hopeful. Today, it's Biden time at the Democratic National Convention. So how does the senior U.S. senator from Delaware stack up on issues related to civil liberties and the drug war? Tim Lynch, director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice, comments. This is Obama's first big decision, and it's a doozy. It's, I think it's really a disastrous choice uh, for Vice President, uh, this this choice of Joe Biden. Um, it's the first real indication of the change that he has been talking about on the campaign trail. He's picked somebody, a conventional big government Democrat who's been in the Senate for 30 years and who's really never seen a federal program that he didn't like. This guy's been for expanding the federal government year in and year out. And by Obama saying, this is the guy I want on my team, this is what I think we can expect from the Obama administration. This is the first real indication we have from him as to the type of change that he's been talking about. And I think what we're going to be seeing uh, is the standard conventional big government Democrat uh, program. There was a time in the Democratic Party when opposition to the drug war was at the very least a position that some people could hold or being so-called soft on the war on drugs was was something that uh, some Democrats were often accused of. Does the choice of Biden, who is a a long-standing drug warrior, does that basically gut that part of the Democratic Party or was it ever really there? Um, it was there, but there wasn't much there. And Joe Biden has been a drug warrior uh, his, throughout his entire career in the Senate. He wanted to create the office of the drug czar. He's been uh, funneling money, creating a river of money into the drug war bureaucracy. Um, he's for expanding the power of federal prosecutors. So he has expanded the power of the DEA. He's created and has expanded the power of the drug czar's office. So this is a guy who, you know, just loves power and wants to see the federal government wield this power in the drug war and in other areas. So when it comes to civil liberties, where you want, might hope that Obama would select somebody who is more sensitive to some of the civil liberties issues surrounding the government, Joe Biden is not that person. This is a guy who wants to expand the power of federal prosecutors, has not really complained or concerned about the no-knock drug raids that have become much more routine, doesn't give a hoot about financial privacy, um, just expanding the, the government at every turn. This is what Joe Biden's about, and Obama has now said, yeah, this is the guy I want as my running mate. Now, shortly after September 11th, uh, Joe Biden said, I proposed a bill to deal with uh, terrorism after Oklahoma City. The bill that John Ashcroft has given us is essentially my bill. Talking about right. talking about the Patriot Act. Yeah, Joe Biden sort of taking was... taking credit for the contents of the Patriot Act. Yeah, Joe Biden was for the Patriot Act even before 9/11. <laughs> this is a, this is should tell us about what he thinks about. Uh, the role of government. He is for expanding the power of the Justice Department and the federal law enforcement agencies at every turn. He's he's one of these Democrats, kind of like Bill Clinton, who is constantly looking for opportunities to expand the government. So whether it's a plane crash, uh, a terrorist attack, anything that comes up in the news, they're writing bills the next night to say, all right, this is our opportunity to expand the federal government over here. This is the way in which they operate. I think uh, Joe Biden, like uh, Hillary Clinton and like Ted Kennedy, these are people that came up 
you know, uh, worshiping FDR who created the the New Deal. They worship F- LBJ. They look at admir- look at him with admiration, you know, creating the great society. And now they come into government and they think now it's their turn. So they've been kind of expanding the federal government wherever they could during the Reagan years, during the Bush 1, Bush 2. But this really isn't enough for them. When they get into power, they want big programs. They want, you know, to nationalize health care. They want these huge New Deal and Great Society programs. And again, this is what I think we can expect from Obama. By him embracing Joe, Joe Biden, he's telling the Washington establishment, you know, this is what I'm about. We're, we're going to create new programs. We're going to expand the old ones. And don't look for us to, you know, do much uh, as far as, you know, scaling back the government in any way, shape, or form. They just want to come in and... Uh, do what the conservatives have done, but with liberal ends. I think Joe Biden just loves the fact that he's coming in after Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney, of course, as everybody's talked about, and one of the most powerful vice presidents we've ever had. He probably has told Obama that, you know, I don't want to go back on that. I want to have a big stake in, uh, you know, making policy decisions in in your administration. So he probably just loves the fact that he's coming in and wants to be a powerful vice president as well, but he'll be pursuing liberal ends instead of conservative ends. Barack Obama reversed himself uh, on the FISA issue. In the first go-round, he voted against uh, the warrantless wiretapping. In the second go-round, he voted for it and you know, selection of Joe Biden sort of clarifies his position on being not terribly concerned with uh, individual liberty or or privacy when it comes to matters of uh, crime. I think that's right. Joe Biden, one of his uh, standard lines in the Senate is like when he's voting for the next law that comes around, he will invariably go to the floor of the Senate and say something like, yeah, this bill isn't perfect. No bill is perfect. In response to all the you know civil liberties types objections that are raised against a law or a proposed law, so he will go down and that's his standard pat response to the objections. He's like, I don't like those portions of the bill either, but no bill is perfect. So he goes ahead and votes for it, and kind of telling um, the people who are objecting that you know we'll have to revisit those problem areas sometime down the road and invariably they never go back and fix those problems so he's always looking forward to the next big law that he wants to pass uh the next program that he wants to expand he's been a big champion of the violence against women act uh, uh, and this is his way of expanding you know the role of the federal government in crime he wants to federalize all types of crime he did it with the Violence Against Women Act struck down by the Supreme Court as violation of the Tenth Amendment, and he wants to expand and create like federal hate crimes legislation. So he's, as I said, he's always looking for opportunities to pass new laws and never wants to go back and repeal anything. He's just a standard big government liberal who's who's constantly trying to expand the government, and and this is what he's about. And I think it tells us a lot about Barack Obama that. Uh, He's embracing him. I think this is a big indication, uh, as I said, of where I think the Obama administration is coming from. He's uh, he has expressed reservations about the the, he's kind of waffled a little bit on the FISA law. I would expect him to not go back and 
uh, scale back the FISA powers, and, and Biden will probably advise him against that. He's like, you know, once you've given these powers to the to the law enforcement bureaucracy, you'll just be creating enemies by going ahead, going ahead and doing that. Let's look for other opportunities, uh, other uh, programs that we can create and expand. Tim Lynch is director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice. You can read more on civil liberties and the drug war at Cato.org.